Hello again now, interesting things happening then at the top of the monkey puzzle tree of political life and our health service. Fear not though, the drones in the various hives on the island are not thankfully in any way immediately affected by any of these changes in politics. The ebb and flow of patient location though can impact workload and dependent on staffing capability, potentially patient care obviously. Looking at the peel, patient numbers are now about a cellar too. Constructing a housing estate or two <laughs> can have this effect. Although classically working age residents tend not to be heavy GP service users, the sheer volume of numbers alone can be tricky to manage at a time when full-time equivalent GP numbers are rather stretched. In the good old days, I recall visiting a couple in Kurt Michael from our Douglas practice base. One long weekend. I went there, in fact, three times. That was predating the arrival of Mandoc, then Meds, of course. This lovely elderly couple had simply moved house and had overlooked changing their GP practice, an easy thing to overlook. Though obviously many of us are rather keen to stay with our known devil GP rather than arrive at a new version and we know like. So there I had it, three visits over the weekend and it took a lot of time to and fro. Mentioning it to my colleague on the Monday, he uttered simply, oh well, aren't they a lovely couple? <laughs> and that was that. In those days, GPs had a 365 contract, look after patients 365 days a year, every day, 24 hours a day. So it was literally, as the NHS curator suggested, cradle to grave stuff. Nowadays, we have a mass of stuff we have to work through, sitting in our desks, peering at the screens. The GP days of a short morning and afternoon surgery, peppered with a mass of home visits, no longer are the norm, of course. With the arrival of Mandoc, then Meds, home location was then not quite so crucial, although you can't really tell such and such. Nah, don't worry, you can move from, I don't know, Bride to Bordarian, we'll still come and see you, but please don't ask for a visit on a working day during working hours. Mm, this pack's simply not holding water legally, nor is it wise. So eventually folks moved to their nearest local practice, some very reluctantly while others overlooking this move sometimes find a Hawkeye manager's letter informing them of their imminent demise and removal from the practice list, one day plopping through the letterbox. Likewise, GP services occasionally look at boundaries, practice areas seeking to clarify how far the GP might have to travel, not only the doctor of course, with family members, also accessing district nursing teams, health visitors, community staff and otherwise. And it all gets a bit complicated. You have to cross boundaries. We have district nurses or health visitors look after some patients, and the GP looking after others. Mm, it's not great. So it's a to and fro thing and obviously fluid and dependent on available staff. Changes to practice populations and perhaps the arrival of a, a new build housing estate, all of which may impact on available surgery appointments and the rest. It makes sense, really. This week, I noted that Australia had a really brisk flu season, with many, many more cases than in recent years. Understandable post-COVID. Hmm. But I expect the island to follow a similar pattern, as will the rest of the UK. So, hmm, hold on to your hands. Having had my COVID booster and a flu jab in either arm, <laughs> well, that's me sorted. Ouch. This week, like buses, I did do some home visiting, and unbelievably, as it never happened before, 
I saw two elderly souls, literally one after the other, with pain and a slight rash. Hmm, they both had shingles. Classically, one on the back and the tummy and the other on the arm. The reactivation of the herpes zoster virus, the chickenpox virus, coursing down from the reservoirs in typically the spinal roots being the cause. Helded by an often a painful area served by that nerve, this is easily confused with numerous other things, such as, well, an injury, neuralgia, pleurisy, even heart pain, toothache, eyeball ache, let alone abdominal disorders such as kidney stones or colics or gallbladders, it can be that severe. Luckily, we have antiviral medications that can reduce the impact and hopefully reduce the chances of the complication we really don't want to see. The nagging nerve pain that is post-herpetic neuralgia. Generally speaking, the older the patient developing shingles, the more likely they are to actually go on to develop this neuralgia. Hence, we try to both catch shingles early with antivirals, and we also have a vaccination programme that on the islands offers the shingles vaccine to those aged 70. This significantly reducing the risk of developing shingles in due course. So, that's all very good, isn't it? Well, not for this couple it wasn't, but they're on the men, thankfully. Until next week, cheerio.